Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. It's KJ Carson on WEI. WEI. I had so much love for what you accomplished over the last 20 years. Not getting DeAndre Hopkins feels like an incredible miss and missed opportunity for your quarterback. I want someone to tell me why you allowed this guy, who is one of the best contested catch guys that we've seen in the NFL in the last six or seven years, go to Tennessee, an AFC opponent, and not upgrade with a massive, massive year for your third-year quarterback. And Mac Jones feels like an incredible loss for New England. Didn't I tell you this was not going to happen? KJWEEI 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Good Saturday afternoon to you. One hour away from the continuation of what what was what was that Cutter Crawford pitch to Vogelneck last night? Like, I'll get into that towards the end of the show. But yes, the game continues. It'll probably be Pavetta taking them out, and maybe we can get, I don't know, the remainder of the outs and strikeouts like he did in his last outing. In Oakland, Red Sox Mets continue at 2.05. So this is the EP version with myself and Brian Frizzoco, who will be handling the jabs in and, of course, the all-important what's trending. That was Dan Orlovsky on ESPN wondering aloud, even though I told you three weeks ago where this was going to go with DeAndre Hopkins. How did you let him out of the building? Okay, I referenced the Sports Illustrated 2020 article several weeks back trying to give you insight in terms of stop thinking about players as pawns on your favorite team and start, I don't know, thinking about them as people. Here's the article headline and the sub the subline to it. DeAndre Hopkins will define himself and his future. Subline, this is from Sports Illustrated, April 21st, 2020. Subline, why he knew it was over in Houston, what he thinks of the criticism he's taken, and how he's found a way to a new team in the most lopsided trade of the NFL offseason. And he's going to come running back to Bill O'Brien in the room? No one saw this coming? Look, I I usually like to play tape here to prove what I said, but I don't want to set off these things called alarms. Can't really discuss them out loud, but alarms would go off, so I can't necessarily play what I said. You'll just have to go back through the archives at Odyssey, the app where you can hear it, where I said DeAndre Hopkins only came to make a visit to say hello to Bill and to internally forgive Bill O'Brien without forgiving him. How he forgave him? Walking in the building, giving giving the fan base hope, knowing he was never going to come here. And here's what's even more disappointing about it. Now the conversation is, Bill Belichick can't get it done. When I tried to tell you, Hopkins ain't coming here because of Bill O'Brien. Like, they teach you this in, like, Psych 101, right? Like, if you have a problem with your parents, and maybe your kids may have a problem with you. <laughs> if your problems, unless they're ironed out, that everybody knows, it's still a problem. I mean, I don't know. You should really see this old Sports Illustrated article. It's up there. It talks about, and, and I guess I have to go over this because some people don't remember that allegedly Bill O'Brien was concerned about how 
DeAndre Hopkins was living his life, moral choices, alleged term baby mamas popped up, a comparison to Aaron Hernandez. Which is never a good thing. Never a good thing. You remember? The Patriots fan base who will wear every jersey going back to Steve Grogan. It's the only jersey where they said, come to the gift shop now, you can turn them in. No questions asked. That's who he's compared to. By the guy who's going to be running the offense. It's not Belichick's fault. It's not. As a fan base, I understand. I understand part of it. I want to see Mac Jones have something that at least people could wear the jersey of the guy that's running out there versus kind of like, hey, who's going to be the top receiver this year, A, B, C, D, or other? At least you would know DeAndre Hopkins would get attention running routes. Now, you're thinking, oh, gosh, Bill can't get it done. This, that, and the third. Look, DeAndre Hopkins is the 33rd ranked receiver in the league. In the league. And was able to get money that I thought was going to get him close to what Odell Beckham got, right? He just got just a little bit less at 13 a year. Beckham is getting 15 a year, but Beckham has got one year deal. That you say, okay, he probably figures he can get money like Odell Beckham, but different than Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham is still trying to figure out his body can hold up. So I don't get on this whole thing of, Oh, well, you know, the Patriots were just a, a couple of a couple of dollars off and they could have had the deal. There was never going to be a deal, folks. Read that Sports Illustrated article from April 21st, 2020. Written by Greg Bishop. It's a fascinating read. And put yourself in that situation. Imagine, Brian, imagine you work at a job, right? Let's say it's a corporate job. And at this one particular job, you have a manager that consistently rode you, potentially talked bad about you, said some things about you, and then sent you to possibly the worst franchise location (laughs) in return for nothing, just so that way they could prove a point. Okay, these things in life happen, right? But let's say you now have a chance to make a choice of where you want to go. Are you going back to the other place where that manager did all that stuff to you? Nope. Maybe Maybe this sounds like a fast food job. You know what I mean? Like when people are like, bump this place. I'm going across the street to so-and-so. And things go so and then Are you going to come back to the place that you said bump that place to? And you have a choice to do it? It's so intense. There's a song about it coming up in 40 minutes here on WEEI. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. KJ here. Leading up to Red Sox. Continuation against the Mets. So if you thought that DeAndre Hopkins was going to be the answer to things, and I said that he wasn't going to be, the reason why I said he wasn't going to be because it was like this. What if there are issues in the passing game where DeAndre Hopkins is not getting the ball as much as he felt like? Or, you know, he's open and it's being missed. Do you start believing that it's the game planning? Do you start thinking it's the guy who potentially made comments about how you live your life or possibly said that, you know, you remind him of another guy you coached one time in Aaron Hernandez. And this is the psyche that's going on. Do you really want that happening in the development of, of Mac Jones? Because guess what? Mac Jones is going to have a bear, a very big question put in front of him. What do I do if they don't give me this fifth year option? These are all real things. So I don't hear anybody saying, Hey, Bill, Thank you for not really overdoing it, knowing that it could be a potential problem, and just move forward with what you got. This seems very much like the argument that fans had about the Red Sox when they were rolling out their team at the beginning of the season. A lot of six, seven, eight million dollar guys, no real superstars other than the one that was already there, Endeavors. You're like, gosh, like who like who's physically out there? Whose jersey are you gonna wear? I mean, do you ever really let go of the 12? My my Brady jersey is so old, it's a Reebok jersey. And how long ago was Reebok the jersey sponsor? How long ago was it? 20 years? I keep them in great shape. And I also bought a Cam Newton one for like really, really cheap. Like once they cut them, those like, I mean, let's just call it what it is. It was a great business decision. <laughs> it was like 25 bucks for a Sonin. But look. 
You need to have an answer on offense, and I've been saying this. Bill is a run guy. Bill O'Brien's offense is not a chuck-it-down-the-field offense. So this over-excitement, love affair, we got to get D-Hop, the 33rd-ranked receiver in the NFL, is going to change everything. No, it could have been even messier than when Dumb and Dumber were here last year running the offense. I won't say their names because they're not dumb. Trust me, they're much smarter at football than I am. But that's what it felt. You felt like you were watching Jim Carrey, and I can't remember the other guy's name in the movie. It could have gotten out of hand. And then the questions would have been like, okay, if Hopkins isn't happy, and it could just be simply over game planning, coverage of different teams, I mean, like rolling coverage over to him, double teaming him, so forth, and everything like that. And then you start looking for body language. I mean, think about it. Before he even walked in the building, you've probably seen it on social media. Some random guy asked, gave Hopkins three teams and just give a facial expression. Did you see smiling teeth or a grinning face when the Patriots name was said? It's like the meme of like the little kid, like the uh, the Popeye's chicken kid. That You know the meme I'm talking about, Brian, where the guy is just standing there and Popeye's got his eye rolled? Oh, yeah. He ended up, he ended up getting it like a name and likeness deal out of that. But that that was the face that he had. And and I'm like, that, that doesn't tell you that right there? And what I was getting to a few weeks ago about why I'm like, yeah, D-Hop is not really coming here. He's going to make the visit is because there's this thing in certain communities where Mom figures, grandma figures will let you know that, baby, if there's somebody who's done you wrong in this world, forgive them. Forgive them. And sometimes the best way to forgive them is with kindness. And then when it hurts the most, they'll know that you sent your message. He went to Tennessee uh, where Malik Willis and 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 and, Le- and Will Levitz are, are, are struggling to throw a ball and Tannehill's in front of them and he chooses to go there for what, 13 a year? That's a statement. That's a statement. If players have problems with coaches nowadays, this isn't Tom Cruise and all the right moves. They're going to make their way out of there and if they got a way to pay you back without saying a whole lot, they come and visit the facilities. They shake hands. Oh, bro, I love the brawl you throw. Man, you throw such a pretty ball. And see, that's what irks so many people is like, how you let that guy out of the building? And usually, right, the last place you visit is most likely the place you go to. So that even puts even more egg on the face of whatever this O'Brien D-hop situation was. I mean, if you're allegedly making comments about how you live your life, and and this is all in the Sports Illustrated article, these are not words I'm pulling myself, and the term baby mamas are used in its plural, like even singular, that's bad. Then you pluralize it? This ain't Belichick's fault. Next, here on WEE, I'm going to explain, what, like, fire bill? What do what are we doing? Are we walking in these dispensaries around here and then suddenly just going, oh gosh, I'm ready to I'm ready to enroll in MIT with my thoughts. Like, no. I'll show you like who the odds makers have. If Belichick is fired, who the next guys most likely would be and why it doesn't even make sense for Belichick to be gone. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. I, I, I'm being a bill defender right now. I've gone after Bill sometimes. I've said that I think sometimes Bill maybe kind of, you know, putting it in neutral, if you will, like do, you know, a car wash. He's like, hey, don't put your foot on the brake. Just kind of let it roll. And when it comes out, just do a little bit to hit the gas and you're clean. I, I, I've said I've thought him to be that sometimes at, at certain points. But this DeAndre Hopkins situation is not Bill Belichick's fault. KJ, WEEI continues next. But right now it's time to trend to Brian Ferdoko. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. You know, you talk about avoiding the hot seat. He's on the hot seat, and he's been there at different levels of warmth since 2019. In 2019, Tom Brady wanted a two-year, $50 million guaranteed contract, just like Drew Brees had. He presumed he was going to get that. Kraft was looking at it as, okay, well, if we're moving on from this guy, I hope we have a good plan. He wins the Super Bowl. The Patriots, under Ken Newton, because they don't have a plan, were a train wreck offensively. They have a good 2021. They bounce back tremendously. McDaniels leaves, again, no plan for replacement. And the decision to have Patricia and Judge running the offense caused it a massive regression and dysfunction. They were one of the worst teams in the league, coach-wise, in terms of penalties and situational football. And that just shouldn't happen. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. KJWEEI. Good Saturday to you, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. That's Tommy Kern on WEEI earlier this week discussing about Bill being on the hot seat. I would say yes, in hindsight, given you know Brady, $25 million a year was going to be nothing in the bucket if you look at someone like Daniel Jones. But at the same time, if you also look at who he was going to potentially throw to, it wasn't Godwin and Evans. <laughs> they weren't putting anything around Tom, they wouldn't give him even one, okay? Because that's what Antonio Brown was. Antonio Brown was the one threat that defenses had to respect to make Tom really be able to work the efficiencies through some of the other offensive deficiencies that were there. It did just seem like a bad gallop when they lost to Tennessee. It was kind of like, ugh. It felt like it was like, it's kind of glad this is over, but at the same time, it's like, is it really over? Well, look, we're almost talking about something five, close to five years ago. And, and is, is Belichick on the hot seat? I'll get to that shortly here. Uh, 617-779-3793-7, text line. Uh, what do you have on the text line, Brian? Yeah, so a lot of people disagreeing with uh, your Hopkins take of not of coming course. here because of Bill O'Brien, as people do, yeah. right. Um, so I one of them KJ. saying this is a, <laughs> a 978 texter. I think you're wrong. I think the only reason he's here is because of the money. I think he's a human being, a human being that wants as much money as he can get. So basically saying Patriots didn't offer him enough as uh, as much as Tennessee did, which is fair. I mean, they didn't. I mean, Tennessee gave him more money and he went to where the money was. So if you look at it from that perspective, sure, but that's taking out the Bill O'Brien you know, element entirely, which I think is wrong to do. <laughs> that, that, but that goes against what I said at the very beginning. You got to stop looking at these players as just Pieces for your favorite team. They're human beings. Uh, read another text, and then I got to read this thing about this article from Sports Illustrated. Another text at 37937. 
Yeah, so just it's another one. Um, he DeAndre Hopkins is trying to get as financially stable as he can do, uh, as he can get, and that's why yeah. he's you know going to Tennessee. So a lot of the uh, the the money aspect more than financially uh, than stable. Bryant. What does he make? Forty two thousand a year, and is trying to figure out how he how he can stay in Newton. What are right, you kidding? Right, what? he's living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, right come on, look, look, and he's and played most of his career in a place that doesn't have taxes. Let me read you this excerpt from the Sports Illustrated article and pretend you're DeAndre Hopkins. And tell me what you would do if these things popped off, all right? He's cutting coupons for uh, the yeah, grocery yeah. store out of the that's, newspapers. That's what actually. I'm saying, right? He's got, he's got the RX app on his phone for his medicines and stuff. Like, come on, get him. Get him. Give me a break. Okay. So this is an excerpt from the Sports Illustrated article in 2021 uh, written by, give me two seconds here, Greg Bishop. All right? This picks up where after DeAndre Hopkins had said all the right things and said, look, you know, Bill O'Brien's a great coach and made everything professional. Um, it says, so Irvin, Michael Irvin, spoke to Hopkins, who said all the right things about respecting O'Brien and wanting a new start. But Hopkins also phoned back two days later, and in that call, they discussed an earlier meeting with O'Brien that helped explain why he had wanted out. It took place during the previous season, which was odd because O'Brien and Hopkins had rarely met privately before. So this is beyond business, right? Hopkins... This is, the article says, can't recall his coach ever asking about his personal life or expressing concerns about his off-field choices. But in that meeting, Hopkins told Michael Irvin that in reference to Hopkins' friends, O'Brien brought up another player he had coached, former Patriots tight end Aaron Hernandez, the convicted murderer who hung himself in prison. O'Brien also used the term, quote, baby mothers to refer to the mothers of Hopkins' three children, two boys and a girl, he's not married, O'Brien confidence say that they doubt the coach used those exact words. As I said, it's one thing to say, you know, well, your baby mom, he might be like, I can't stand her. But when you start using plural, you don't forget that stuff. Man, when you're making 15 mil and you decide to choose to get 13 mil or someone offers you 11 mil and you decide to take the 13 mil, to us, we're like, wow, that's $2 million more. For them, it's like $2 more. Like, you, you're not going to tell me that D-Hop did not recall the same things that were in the Sports Illustrated article and think, I'll give Belichick the visit, but I won't give O'Brien the time. One more text. Yeah, this one's on Bill Belichick's. Uh, clearly people have said, thanks, Bill, for rolling out another mediocre team. It's going to be lucky to win seven games at most. Appreciate it. Oh, well, that's what Vegas already thought. I mean, like... Well, so what do you have? Do you have over seven and I'm, a half wins? I'm, I'm, take, I'm taking the under of eight. I'm taking the eight. I'm taking the eight and under at, at plus money. It's like plus. It's like even money. It's even money for them to be a seven win team. So that's why I say this whole thing about DeAndre Hopkins not coming is not on Bill Belichick. Read. If I didn't read and came in here just like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> he had better situations to go. My concern was, oh, it could have been really petty, and he'd go to the Jets where they got plenty of room. But that didn't happen. So I'm thankful that that didn't happen. But him going to Tennessee, he gets to go back and play in Houston once a year. He probably can keep his residence there and not have to worry about, you know, crossing time zones and stuff like that. So if he's got a lot of things still based in Texas and Houston area and playing in that division, I mean, you know, why not? Just get yourself a little apartment in Nashville. You still have your homes in Houston. Because, I mean, remember, he's living paycheck to paycheck. I mean, he had to take this $2 million more. Or, oh, my gosh, you know, tax man was coming. Like, look, we can't apply our daily meager means to what these players get. I've always used that as an example. Like, Brian, if you and Michael Jordan went to the casino, right, and you make a, let's say you make a million dollars a year, and Michael Jordan is worth a billion dollars. So you say, okay, put down a sizable bet. Let's say you put $100,000 down for Michael Jordan. That's like $62.50. For your $1,000 bet, Michael Jordan puts down like $60. That's how you have to think of it. In scale. Scale. So it wasn't about, hey, Tennessee offered more money. If you ask me, it was more about like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make you feel like you got a chance. I'm going to make you hear about it. You know, don't wipe don't wipe the don't wipe it on the fur of Bill Belichick. This is this was all emotional. 
And and the Sports Illustrated article says so. Like you're not going to tell me that a guy who sits there and potentially compares you to Aaron Hernandez, who has how many series on how many different networks about his life and his steps and everything, and you're saying that this you and your friends remind me of that situation, and I'm going to go back and play for you, and you're not even the head guy. And it's clearly a big deal to Hopkins because you said he was the sit down with Michael Irvin, right? Like he doesn't yeah. do that sit down with him if it doesn't mean anything to him. You yeah, know what you I mean? If it's just a meeting that he doesn't care about and he forgets the next day, he's not doing a sit down with Michael Irvin. He's having a sit down with this player who's on NFL Network and is, you know, I think he still it's does ESPN spots with first take, right? He's part of the media. Like this is clearly a big deal for him. It's <sighs> not some small passing thing. And I, it still obviously plays a role in some of his decision making. Yeah. Like, please. It's okay to add a human element to why people make decisions in sports. Just because Mac Jones is a better quarterback than anything they have on Tennessee, you think you think DeAndre Hopkins cares about that? If there's a guy in that same room who's going to be coaching you up again? Like, I mean, I've been in some bad relationships before, but I didn't go back like a, like a third time. <laughs> These guys don't have to go back once when you have choices. All right, to the Belichick situation. So a site called Bookies, because all this noise has gotten really loud, it's like, if Bill if Bill Belichick is to be fired, who replaces him? And I'm thinking, like, we all know that Bill is pretty much going to have a goodbye tour. That's what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know if he'll announce it. It might be a – I think the way that he came in will be the way that he goes out. For those who are of a certain age remember – and it's kind of interesting. I mentioned this kind of like, do you want to be kind of under the same thumb you'd always been under? If you remember, Parcells decided to step upstairs to the Jets office and was like, hey, Belichick, you're going to be the head coach now, and I'm pretty much going to be the GM. In the middle of the night, says, uh, I took another offer. <laughs> Belichick pulled a day hop <laughs> 25 years ago. I'm not going to stay under – I might love Parcells, but if I could be my own guy – and make my own decisions, I'm going to go do it. And I think that's how he goes out. He's going to make the decision to go out. Robert Kraft will agree with it. I don't think he'll fight him on it. I don't know how much Shula's record plays into it as much. If it played into it so much, I think you would see a better roster put out there. Like, you know, like, if it's all about getting that record and kind of staving off this Andy Reid wave that's coming, you would probably like, yeah, I'm D-Hop, get here. Uh, you know what, Dalvin Cook, you come on here too. We're going to try and make a run. You're saying they would do other signings other than Chris Board and the long snapper? <sighs> but, but here's the thing. I've said this, and I've said this continually about Belichick. Defensive coaches believe that defenses will win them games and try and get offenses that don't lose the game for them. Right? When you first put Brady in there and you look at his numbers – Brady's not throwing the ball all over the place. That's why you can't tell me that, like, hey, Bill O'Brien was was Tom Brady's coach. How are you my coach? How are you my quarterback coach when I've already won two Super Bowls? Josh McDaniels, all the really Charlie Weiss is only Tom Brady's only quarterback coach. Everybody else is kind of like, well, Tom, what do you want to do here? <laughs> Mac Jones is not at that point yet. And I and I would wish some people would understand that. Like, like, until this guy gets to cyborg S type level, we start talking Rodgers and Brady. And I'd even probably even say, even if he gets to a Stafford or Burrow level, you would say, hey, you've gotten what you thought you would get out of a first-round quarterback. Just not there yet. Time is a ticking. Next year's year four. Team would have to decide if you're going to get that fifth-year option. He's got a ball out this year and next year to be the quarterback of the future. But Belichick is going to like, hey, my defense is going to handle it. I want to run the ball. I want possession. I want scores. That's why he's always been a decent field goal kicker or two of them here. Right? If we move the ball and put points, I know my defense will be able to, to not break. Right? It's very rare that you have a Patriots defense under Belichick that just absolutely broke and looked like last year's Minnesota Vikings. That, that's, that's just not been on the menu here in New England. But this site, Bookies, says, if, if Belichick is replaced, here are the odds. I'll start from low to high, like from high to low, right? The, the outside guy. So at 10 to 1, it's Nathaniel Hackett. 10 to 1. <sighs> yeah, how would that feel, ladies and gentlemen? Right, exactly. This is this is a guy who couldn't figure out that you run Russell Wilson five yards to get four yards instead of trying to kick an 82-yard field goal. 
But this guy is on the board at 10 to 1. At 6.5 to 1, Dan Quinn. Uh, no, right? We're trying to get a Belichick light when it comes to defense? No. This is even funnier. At 6.25, we're 6 and, six and a quarter to 1. Cliff Kingsbury? <laughs> the guy may still be in Tahiti, and if he is, he's probably got a better drawn offensive scheme there than he did here on the state state side. At five and a half to one, and this isn't the worst name in the world, Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator from the Bengals. But again, are you doing that because you're saying, hey, we need some offense in- injection here? Isn't that what Bill O'Brien is? So like, is, is Bill O'Brien still going to be around? And then you're going to bring Callahan and Callahan on Brian? I can't see that happening. Get him out of here. At another five and a half to one, and this is kind of like, really? Kellen Moore. Has there been a guy that's done more destruction to Dak Prescott? You know, like they're like Dak threw all these interceptions because his because his coordinator's calling for bombs on third and one. <laughs> Kellen Moore, the next Patriots head coach behind Bill Belichick? Are we really serious now? At four and a half to one, Bill O'Brien. Now, that would make sense, right? Because it's kind of like a, I don't know, think of a great coach, but I think I'm a Carolina fan when it comes to basketball. Like, right after Dean Smith stepped down, it wasn't like this big search. It's like, okay, the assistant's going to be the guy for a couple of years. But if Bill O'Brien's going to be potentially the next head coach at four and a half to one, you do realize he's Bill's guy. <laughs> and at number one, it's Gerard Mayo at three to one. And I almost wonder, do you want to be the guy? right after the legend who might have to take some serious lumps before the next guy has a real chance that happens when you replace legends. Like for the older Sox fan, remember Tommy Harper in left for a couple years after Yaz started D once they brought the DH in. I remember this as a kid. Now that Yaz could DH and play a little bit of first. Now they got this DH rule, put this guy, Tommy Harper in left. Oh wait, Jim Rice will be in there in a couple years. And that's how- so there's really not a, Williams to Yaz to Rice legacy and left. It's Williams to Yaz to Tommy Harper to Rice. And that might have, Gerard Mayo might have to be the Tommy Harper in that. Or when Stern leaves radio and David Lee Roth comes in and tries to do a morning show and, hey, Opie and Anthony, we might go ahead and put you guys during this time. Even though you guys have always been afternoon. I mean, the only, I mean, gosh. If you had Greg's Hill, Hill's age to those guys, you would get into the hundreds. I'm kidding. And then if you remember as a Celtics fan, the disaster of Rick Pitino and the tanking for Tim, Jim O'Brien comes back and makes you feel a little better about a disastrous situation. And then Doc Rivers comes in and wins your championship within a couple of years. So who's the guy that has to be the one that the the the, the fur gets the you know the poop wiped on, if you will? The sacrificial lamb. There you go. I'm sorry, mine was a little more graphic. It's something I just have this thing about a bear getting hold of a rabbit in the woods, asking, is your fur pretty buoyant? But that's the point. You want Belichick gone and potentially a couple more years of bumps and bruises and then trying to figure out who might be the person? Or would you rather have Belichick say, This is I've the plan is in place, this who's stepping in, this is what their role is. This is how it's going to be. Now, if you ask me, I think once a decision is made about Mac Jones's future as the quarterback of the team, if there is a new drafted quarterback, Caleb Williams, <laughs> if that guy comes, then I think Belichick starts to turn things over because now, clearly, this is the new offense that you probably want to install moving forward and kind of being up to speed on the NFL highway. Because let's just call it what it is. You can't have a guy that's just pretty much standing back there, almost non-mobile in today's NFL. It's nothing against Mac. It's just kind of like, hey, man, you just got into the league. You got into, okay, look, you got into the league on the right team with the right fan base to believe you can replicate some of the success that the team has seen in your future. When that deadline is this year and into next. So for those who are ready to say, you know, get Bill out of here. Be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. I mean, Jim O'Brien, he's a light guy. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'm come from the local college. I'm going to bring some of that goodwill. I'll take it over to the Celtics. Teams start to get a little bit better. But at the end of the day, he wasn't the guy at the finish line. Tommy Harper wasn't at the finish line, even though he was an all-star when he was in the field for the Red Sox. He'd been an all-star already. So it wasn't like some, some it wasn't like putting Daw back out there. So somebody's going to have to be put in that situation. I'm just saying, if you're in such a hurry to fire Belichick, what are you bringing in? Cliff Kingsbury? No. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937-KJWEEI. Remember, 205, the continuation of the Red Sox-Mets game from last night. Um, picks up at the bottom. I wonder, like, that's what's interesting when these suspended games happen because at one time it's just like, okay, we'll just replay the game. But I guess if you're going to play another game and it's only a two-game, you know, I think it's only a three-game set. So, you you know, you're playing these interleague games. Um, they don't count as much as, you know, like your division games do. But I think it picks up with Verdugo with a one-two count, something like that. Did you see the, Did you see how bad the water was coming down in Fenway last night, Brian? It was like they built the stadium before they knew what rain was. <laughs> well, you, well, you, well, here's the thing, though. I think that's part of the charm, and I think it's also part of the ingenuity, right? I think the reason why Fenway has remained Fenway is because they put lights on like as soon as they could, right? Where with 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 Wrigley, like you know, they're like, okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna put any lights on here until like I think like '88 or '89. So there's always going to be one or two ballparks that are going to be classic places. And let's just call it what it is. Is there really a whole lot of space around Fenway and Ipswich Street to tear down? We're going to put the ballpark over the pike. <laughs> There's no room. You know, I'm sorry, your favorite restaurant is gone. You know, the observatory for kids. We're going to take that too. So there's really no room to pull this new ballpark. But, and, you know, there was a, I don't know if you've seen this video on social media. Is there is a guy who did like a, like a, a swan dive what looks to be over near in front of the bathrooms behind the loge boxes once you get like into the 120s. It was like a slip and slide. Yeah, that's that's that screams MRSA. You know what I mean? Like, cause I, you look, <laughs> I mean, you know when you tuck your 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 nose into your shirt when you go to use the the, the men's room after the seventh inning, <laughs> and you're you're sliding in that stuff in the fourth inning. Like, come on, like, mm, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, but. Sox again picks up the game picks up at two oh five here about thirty five minutes here on WEEI. Uh, also still to come, you've heard me talking about D Hop and and what's going on with the Patriots. Uh, I was able to put it into a song, and it simply states what possibly happened on this visit of when D Hop came to the Patriots. Uh, Brian, you've heard it because you've had to put it into the system, right? Oh yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, Brian, you've wanted to play this. Several times already in the show. Am I lying? I was thinking just every rejoin. We just hammer this song each and every rejoin. But you know what happened? I'll get a text from Ken, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll get an email from Ken. I'll get an email or text from Ken. If it's an email, I can feign like I didn't see it for a couple days. It's like, oh, man, I didn't get to the work. And but it's a weekend, so you're like, oh, yeah, I didn't see it. You know, Saturday. Yeah, I'm right, not looking right, at my email. Right. But when the phone goes off and, and you know, no pi- excuse you know, there. pictures show up, is Ken Laird's picture shows up. So it's like... Oh man, I'm in trouble because I'm thinking there's at least two parodies that I had to take down from any type of digital because of like, hey KJ, um, we have to have a talk about that. <laughs> Sorry, boss, I didn't mean to. I mean, I meant to, but I didn't mean to. So I did. This might be one of those one-offs. Who knows? <laughs> like, who knows? We'll only know once we play it. That's coming here next on WEEI. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Good Saturday to you. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. We're back. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Uh, This is one of the greatest songs of all time. I know it invokes emotions for some. <laughs> KJWEEI 617-779-7937. Text line 37937 coming up in moments. Another championship. I'm slapping the belt here, Brian. Another championship parody song regarding D Hop and him not getting to the Patriots. Uh, look, people say it's for the love of money, right? And it's like he got a better deal. They gave him more money. And I say, look, 
emotions do play a part. Things that happen play a part. Personal matters play a part. It does in our real lives. I'm not going to go, well, I've had it one time where, and then the guy said, how many times did I fire you? I said, you've never fired me. Because he remembered I resigned on him before he could get rid of me. Then he was able to fire me later. But still, there was a bit of a revenge. So you you you, you try to avoid those situations. By law, I couldn't. <laughs> so we'll get to some of your text messages. And then I'll get to how like this isn't really about money. And then we're about four minutes away from the D-Hop parody song. 37937, Brian Frizoko, what do we got on the text line? So somebody goes, and this is actually a good point. I, I actually do agree with this. Tennessee probably isn't better than the Pats, but the division is much weaker, which I agree with because yeah. other than Jacksonville, who we'll see if they can you know, sustain this because they are the Jacksonville Jaguars, right. all the teams in that division kind of suck. Yeah, that's absolutely true, right? If you, if you had an argument of who would have a fight against Jacksonville and not knowing if Jacksonville could sustain what they did last year, it would be Tennessee because you still have Derrick Henry you still have your quarterback that did get you some division wins, whether he's fading off or not. I, I think the question someone would want would ask is, do you want to compete for the money, right? Like, do you want to compete for it? Like, do you want to be part of something? You're going to be in battles every week, and if you don't want that, then you would then say, well, isn't that what players want? Another text. Do-do-do, hold on one second. Uh, Hopkins knew he wasn't going to win with this bleep. I can't say that word over the air. Yeah. With this bleep uh, with this team in this division. So, again, talking about the divisions, which, again, good point. I mean, you look at the talent in each division. The AFC East is obviously a better division overall. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I thought, if anything, he would have ended up with the Minnesota Vikings. Like, as a compliment to Justin Jefferson where... And that's okay. another bad division. Right, where it's a bad division, it's a team that was in the playoffs last year, Alan Thielen, Adam Thielen is gone, so you feel like you could be a more than suitable replacement, and you would, and, and there's still the portion of Dalvin Cook who still may return. I'll be back here at 4 o'clock for Red Sox Review with John Myers, and at some point after in the 5 o'clock hour, this is a super tease, we'll discuss like how Dalvin Cook's price just, just, got, just went down. So, but I, I Tough think week we, for running backs. Yeah, it's a tough week, right? But when you talk about like him wanting all this money, I'm going to show you where D-Hop isn't really amongst these high-paid receivers when you're looking at per-year value. So Tyreek Hill is the highest-paid average per year, but he's ranked second. This is according to Sports Track, right? So he's the second-best receiver but gets the most per year at 30 mil. Then Devontae Adams, who's considered number one, but he's the second-highest-paid. So this is making sense. Then Cooper Cup then A.J. Brown, then Stephon Diggs, then D.K. Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, D.J. Moore, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin, Brandon Cooks, Deontay Johnson, Christian Kirk, Tyler Lockett, Mike Evans, Hunter Renfro, Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Odell Beckham Jr., and then DeAndre Hopkins. So it's not like, hey, he got all this money. He just got decent money at a ranking that he's pretty low in the perspective of top 50 receivers. He's in the 30s. Now, if you say, well, who's behind him? And this gives you a, an idea of like, hey, Tennessee got a deal. Corey Davis, Michael Gallup, Curtis Samuel, Tim Patrick, Alan Lazard, Jacoby Myers. So if I'm saying Jacoby Myers is not that far off from what DeAndre Hopkins was able to get, that tells you a lot that this isn't a greed pull. This isn't a greed move. It's not. And yes, you would have to compete. You would have to go up against the Jets defense that's much improved. A Bills defense that's very good. A Miami defense that's improved. But I say what could be the deciding factor above, above, above competing is some personal issues. With your immediate coordinator. It's not like it was some player that you had beef with. I think that's easier to get over with. That's easier to get over. But your coach, who would be your immediate coach, who used to be your head coach? And players take this seriously. Do you remember a few years ago when Matthew Stafford said he would play for any 31 teams except the Patriots? And I wonder why. It was because Matt Patricia was still here and he was his coach in Detroit and they obviously had beef together. So yeah. players take this very seriously and it's a big reason why they will or won't go to certain teams. Stafford seems like a you know perfectly nice guy, but for whatever reason, him and Patricia had you know a ton of beef. And he said that's right. the one team he won't go to because of the coach. Right. And, and think about it. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. At the time, Patricia wasn't even the offensive coordinator. <laughs> right? He exactly. I don't even know if he was technically on the side. He was like, right. you know, the Ernie Adams Consultant. role or whatever yeah, he was he doing. He was like a consultant, right? So, again, when it's my millions as a player, I'm not saying I'm a player, but when you're a player, you're like, it's going to determine my millions, and if I don't personally like you, I can provide my services to somebody else. I know it's a head scratcher. Why would you go to the Titans? You've seen the memes where uh, receivers go to die, but someone might say, well, what happened if he'd come to the Patriots? Would he be like the first of ones that would go? You just don't know. You just don't know. You missed any of the show. The, the, the EP version, right? This is the album where you get like four songs on it. Like one of them is the single and the rest are like filler until the album comes out. Uh, Odyssey app is free. Just type in W-E-E-I. Uh, you can rewind it back an hour. And in fact, it's like cut up in parts for you. So definitely check that out. So I've been teasing this for 45 minutes. And I'm putting on the championship belt right now. Folks, if you're still driving, I best suggest maybe pull over. Or at least make sure you're you're strapped in. For Don't the, scare them now. I hope they're strapped in because that's the law. But look, if you really want a breakdown of how things could have gone in this whole meeting with D-Hop... And the Patriots, I present, the Pats didn't get T-Hop to a 50-cent song. Hit it. Oh, this is so tough for some Pats fans. D-Hop and Bill talking on the sidelines like, yeah, yeah Bill, go get, get, get him, him, go get, get him, him, get him, Bill. And then he gets here, uh-uh. <laughs> this is so destructive. The Pats didn't get D-Hop, even though he's right on the block. Frustrating like an orange line stop. The fan base heads just Whoa! The Pats didn't get D-Hop Even though he's right on the block Frustrated like an orange line stop The fans bases heads just drop low Wide receiver one, how bad do you want it? T up in the building, Bill push up on it 13 million a year gets Mac a real target Reunite O'Brien, let's get this started D-Hop standing there, thinking Houston affair Question my morals, ship me off to the Cardinals. Can't stay longer, my angel. Call you tomorrow. Thanks for the visit, Coach Sayonara. The didn't get D-Hop, even though he's right on the block. Frustrating like an orange line stop. The fan base has just dropped. The Pats didn't get D-Hop, even though he's right on the block. Frustrated like an orange line stop. The fans' bases heads just dropped low. Oh, but no, KJ, you're crazy to think that O'Brien and D-Hop still have some beef from their time in Houston. Nah, they're Baby over it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to work on my diabolical laugh. But it is kind of diabolical to think. <laughs> now, that Sports Illustrated, that article for 2020, is not the National Enquirer. It's not some Yahoo on social media with some fake trade going on to scare everybody because you can't see the P in parody at the beginning of their, in, in the middle of their handle. It's a legit magazine and source who I fully believe that when those things went down, according to Hopkins, when he had that conversation with Michael Irvin, why would you go back and work for that guy at all? At all. At all. Like, hey, thanks for the visit. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Later, and didn't go visit anybody else. That should tell you. And didn't go visit anybody else. Knew that the Chiefs didn't have enough money. The Chiefs would have to grow something on trees to, to be able to get him under the cap. I was concerned that the Jets, with their twenty three million, would be able to make a move. And then, boy, but then and, and then have that on hard knocks on top of that. Oh, that would have just been really ugly. <laughs> then he gets to sit, tell his side of the story. God. But I feel for the fan base, man. I do. Because you want to see Max succeed. This guy hasn't done anything wrong. Well, I mean, not in, term, in terms of like, I'm not talking about on the field. Well, on the field, there's been some things that has been done wrong. But in terms of like, he's a likable guy. But I think we're kind of at a point from the fan base standpoint 
that it's got to be beyond likable. It's got to be winnable, right? Like 10, 10 games. Can, can, can you get 10 wins? Get back to something. I mean, there's a whole generation of people right now are utterly confused. It feels like mom and dad are getting divorced. I've never known this. I've always known happiness. Anything I wanted, championships, amazing runs, things happening that would be one in a million. I see them four times. What is happening? And I'm saying this. Sometimes that hard line stuff doesn't play with the new school player. Sometimes this hard line stuff doesn't play well with the new school player. And when you start to need some of these guys and they all talk with each other, you think it's bad in the NBA, in the NFL, you know, just take the meeting, walk through the facilities, you know, touch a couple of trophies, make, make it feel like this is what you've been dying for. Then when you leave the building, we could go ahead and sign the other deal. I mean, it's not funny. I think the funny part is suddenly that's Bill Belichick's fault. I mean, think about it. He, the, the, D-Hop probably only comes to the Patriots facility because of Bill Belichick. Knowing in the back of his mind, he's never going to play here with Bill O'Brien here. And maybe Bill O'Brien potentially the next head coach or it could be in the mix of things. <laughs> How do I sign a half-year deal? KJWEEI, thank you so much for spending your Saturday here with me. I'll be back at 4 o'clock with John Myers for Red Sox Review. You know, Brian, when I do these shows, thank you so much for your hard work, man. I I, I enjoy working with you. Um, I, I sweat, man. I sweat. I, I bust a sweat just doing an hour show. It's a lot of work. That's what, well, it's not a lot of work. Some people are like, you don't do nothing but talk. But trust me. We give it our all, though. I mean, it's a, it's a 100%. We give 100% in that one hour. And that's what gets you the gold in this industry, right? Is giving 110%. So thank you, Brian, for your hard work. Uh, remember, Red Sox, there's no pregame. So the game picks right up at 205, 207-ish for the pickup of the suspended game between the Mets and the Red Sox last night. Go Sox. Talk to you in Red Sox Review. Have a great Saturday. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.